you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And this is NFL Inside Report. Upsets, unexpected performances. It was a week nine full of chaos and drama, which also accurately describes the state of quarterback availability, it seems, this year in the NFL. From injuries to ineffectiveness, trade talk, and COVID, plenty of QB questions at the midway point of this season. And we get into them now with NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Ian, let's start with a quarterback who did not play in week nine, Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love, in place of Rodgers, unable to lead the Packers to a victory over the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Matt LaFleur says, obviously, Aaron Rodgers will be back in the starting lineup when available. What's the latest on how the league is looking into the Aaron Rodgers situation with the following or not following of COVID protocols? Well, let's start with the availability part of this, Rhett, because he should be available for Sunday, right? Like if you go back to what it actually says, the rules and, and kind of where it fits in, he's unvaccinated, which we know by now, which I know he wasn't thrilled about, but it Literally a fact that it does affect his availability. He is out 10, uh, 10 days. So that goes to Saturday. The requirements for him to clear COVID-19 protocols are he has to not have symptoms. So no fever, no cold-like symptoms, right. nothing. And according to him, when he was on the Pat McAfee show, he had symptoms originally. I had some symptoms Tuesday night, tested positive Wednesday morning. That didn't feel great yesterday. I'll get into what I've been doing, but... I feel really good today. Um, this is Friday. Now is fine. It does not have symptoms. So he should be that's fine. Needs to be yeah. cleared by a, yeah, it's good. Needs to be cleared by a jointly appointed doctor. And that's really it. Needs to wait 10 days. So he almost certainly should be good for Sunday. 
As far as the other stuff, um, the league is now investigating, and there's a couple things they're looking into. One is obvious. I mean, we saw him as an unvaccinated person giving an indoor press conference. He needs to be wearing a mask, and he was not. There were a couple times we had a mask around his neck, but mostly he was maskless, which he was not very happy about that rule, and he said so on McAfee. I mean, some of the rules to me are not based in science at all. They're based purely in trying to out and shame people, like needing to wear a mask uh, at a podium when every person in the room is vaccinated and wearing a mask makes no sense to me. If you got vaccinated to, you know, to protect yourself from a virus that I don't have as an unvaccinated individual, then why are you worried about anything that I can give you? But it doesn't matter. Like, that's literally the rule. So I would expect him to get fined for that. And then he attended a Halloween party as an unvaccinated player where several of his teammates were, according to various pictures on social media, which most of which have now been deleted. Um, he may also get fined for that because if you're an unvaccinated player, you're not allowed to attend a gathering of three or more people. Mm. So those are two of these specific things. There's other things the league may look into sure. like, how often was he wearing a mask around the facility? That kind of stuff. Uh, but those are the main things. And right now, all that could come from the league in terms of discipline are fines. Like there's no sense that there could be suspensions coming or anything like that based on what we've seen thus far. Uh, no, definitely would not uh, expect a suspension. Okay. I wouldn't expect a team-based draft pick loss. I mean, right. anything's possible. They're going to sure. dig into it. They're going to get the video. They're going to do all this stuff. But from what I know right now, I would not expect draft pick losses. So you're probably looking at a moderate fine, like not even really anything substantial again, because a lot of the protocols he was following, like the reason we found out about it, Mike Garfolo and I was because we heard that Rogers was wearing a mask around the building, right? which told us that he was you one, wouldn't unless you were unvaccinated two. right and also he was following the rules and he got tested every day my daily routine is the routine of an unvaccinated person which is i have to you know test early before I, you know starting the season vaccinated people test once every two weeks non-vaccinated once a day i know not everything because he was wearing a, wasn't wearing a mask at the press conferences but Sounds like he followed a lot of the protocols, at least. Okay, which means, and as you mentioned, uh, and, and from what we've heard from Rodgers thus far, not experiencing any symptoms, which means he could be good to go for the Packers this week against yep. the Seahawks, who it sounds like will also have their starting quarterback back in Russell Wilson. Is that right? Uh, yeah, according to Russell Wilson himself. <laughs> and this was an interesting one, too, because, um, you know, I think we knew that he was coming back. Like I had heard like almost immediately I heard that surgery went great, Yeah, that he was targeting the Packers game and he was probably going to be able to do it. And then last Sunday, not yesterday, but two Sundays, like eight days ago, I reported that he was getting the pin taken out, which was good that he was, he had started strengthening too. and throwing that he was on, on target for, for the Packers game. And then everything got quiet. <laughs> no one said anything. <laughs> and I tried. And I tried for this past Sunday. No one said anything. And it's like when you're trying to break a contract extension and no one's talking. Usually that means a deal. Something's happening. Like I knew he was <laughs> going to be back because nobody said anything. And then 
kaboom, he does the, you know, the social media post with sure. the succession music and it's like okay yeah he's back he's good to go yeah he just wanted a little drama uh for the post i think so seahawks packers and we could have all the primary pieces aaron Rodgers for the packers russell wilson for the seahawks in week 10 uh let's move on to a couple more complicated qb questions in terms of availability to a tongue of iloa one this week to kick off week 10 in the nfl on thursday night football was somewhat of a late scratch, at least in terms of, of how it how it kind of happened here with the finger and the ribs allowed Jacoby Brissett to make another start. Any indication as to what to, what we could be looking at with Tua this week? If this was a normal week, I would say we'd probably have a good indication, but n- nobody does very much of anything during the week before a Thursday game. Like, there's glorified walkthroughs, so I think he'll test it. Um, it didn't sound like he was that far off this past Sunday. Like, he was able to throw, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm in too much pain, I can't go. It was that the finger didn't work well enough right. and functionally couldn't throw far enough. That was basically what it is. So, like, is that going to get that much better in four days? Like, doesn't yeah. sound, honestly, just my read doesn't sound great, you know? How does Tua Tungavailoa's availability or lack thereof cloud the Dolphins' evaluation of him moving forward in their commitment to him moving forward? I mean, it has to because yeah. as a starting quarterback, like being available is almost as important. <laughs> it's number as one. Like, yeah. like you could be literally an average quarterback, like just like the number, you know, the 16th best quarterback in the NFL. But if you start every game, you're probably top 10 because what that means is the team doesn't have to deal with the backup coming in. So if you're in the middle and some teams have a quarterback up here and then a backup down here. Well, you kind of end up in the middle based on performance. If you're average and you play every game, that's a win. Then you become one of the better quarterbacks. For Tua, it's like the opposite because he yeah. has not been available very much. And, you know, I don't know, Rhett, like how much that's his fault. Right. Yeah. I mean, we can't. Yeah, we're not going to say that, it's his fault, but it's just a fact of the matter. I broke a finger. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But he, here's, here's the thing. We're going to get to. They're obviously not trading for Deshaun Watson. Right. Um, we're going to get to two years, you know, after two seasons by the end of this offseason. And they'll know, you know, is Tua average? Is he better than average? Is he great? Where is he? And then they'll go into this coming offseason and they'll say, do we need to replace him or not? The fact that they were trying for Deshaun Watson is interesting, but Watson is so good that. I would argue it has nothing to do with, not nothing, it has little to do with Tua because if you could acquire a top five quarterback, it almost doesn't matter who your quarterback is. Like he, Watson's better than most people. Sure. But this you goes know, back to the Rams philosophy Tua, with Stafford too. I mean, that's like if you have a chance to get yeah, that caliber 100%. quarterback, you have to do it. Right. And so like, you know, you can say whatever you want about Jared Goff, like Stafford's better and he's a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. Like, you should make that move and figure out whatever else after. Right. You know? And that could be the situation the Dolphins find themselves in yeah. once again. 
in what has seemed like, you know, every year since Dan Marino retired. Uh, okay, let's get back to another quarterback here. Depressing. It was, wasn't it? Uh, Kyler Murray uh, for the best record in football right now with the Arizona Cardinals. Didn't play this past week, but Colt McCoy engineering a victory along with James Conner, getting the Cardinals uh, another one here, win number eight on the season. Um, it's it's crazy the work that Cliff Kingsbury has done. But what's the story on Kyler moving forward with this ankle? First of all, so interesting for me because I feel like for whatever reason, and I don't know, fair or not, Cliff Kingsbury gets very little credit, right? Yeah. Like he just Kyler gets a lot of the credit, <laughs> and the defense is stacked, and Vance has done a great job, so that makes sense. People talking about him being a possible head coach, definitely get it. Cliff gets almost no credit, which I don't think he cares about, but he just doesn't. Uh, and then they go out and win a game without D-Hop, without O.J. Green. <laughs> no, J.J. Watt, no, no problem. For Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury, he's fired up. I thought Cliff called a great game. He got me in a rhythm early, got me some completions early. And then, you know, it kind of slowed down for me, and, and uh, I felt good. Great effort from the start. Had a great week of practice. We got back in our process. I knew we were going to play well. You played your ass off. Without Kyler Murray, with their starting running back going out in the first play, and they destroy the 49ers. And I'm like, maybe it's other people's, like, good job by a lot of other people, but also good job by Cliff. Yeah. Right? Like, 100%. 100% it's a part of the equation. I mean, like, he and Mike Vrabel, to me, are the odds on favorites for coach of the year right now in the NFL. Um, Man, what the Titans did, like, the t- that was such a great, I mean, it was an ugly game last night, Sunday night, but that was fantastic job by the Titans. Yeah. I mean, it was beautiful Uh, for Jeffrey Simmons. Might have been ugly for everybody else in the interior of the Rams offensive line. So tonight is Stafford. Look out, goes down again at the 20-yard line. That's Jeffrey Simmons who's having the night of night. But um, that's a... Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Mississippi State, I don't know. Mississippi State, exactly. And he's a great... He's great anyway. Yeah. Um, And I've always been a fan of him because one time he tweeted... Uh, I have to accept my notifications on for rap sheets to learn what's happening in free agency. <laughs> and you do something like that, that earns a place, <laughs> yeah, place in my heart forever. Right in, right in there. Um, I, you know, I, I, I always think about who's going to beat Aaron Donald contract wise. Mm. I feel like Simmons might be it. Well, there like, is he the closest we have to Aaron Donald. I, I, as far as I can remember, and that is not very far. I don't remember seeing a game where an interior defender on the other team outshined Aaron Donald. Like maybe in some of those yeah. Chiefs matchups, Chris Jones, but Aaron Donald's always played. I don't know. So anyway, that, that we get off track there. Yeah. But, and but and what's crazy too about like what's crazy too about defensive tackles is he was so good and that defensive line was so good that it made for a terrible game. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it because just like, it. it made like. It right the Rams couldn't do anything, and when they did, they looked weird doing it because it was so much. Like it took everything out of the, every play was disjointed. Exactly so like, right. Even though it was really fun to watch, it like made the game kind of ugly. It anyway, was a symptom of what the week was, which was full of havoc. Because that's that's essentially yeah. what Jeffrey Simmons was causing in the Rams' backfield all night long. Last quarterback question for you, and it's kind of similar to the Tuatunga Bailoa situation in Miami, but the wheels seem to be falling off the Sam Darnold bus in Carolina right now. Now we know, and, and you've talked about this before with us, that that was not the only play they made for a quarterback this past offseason before they eventually settled right. on Sam Darnold. 
are we getting close to them having to make this call again here going into next season? Yeah, and you know, last year they got out from under Teddy Bridgewater's contract and paid a bunch of for trading him to Denver. You know, we'll see what happens, but they may find themselves in the same situation because remember they picked up Sam Darnold's option, right, fifth year option before the season. So I think it's eighteen million dollars fully guaranteed. That is a lot of fully guaranteed money. Now they could split it up over two years and be okay, but like. It's not necessarily what you're looking for. I understand why they did it 100%, because if he hit big, you could delay an extension. Right. Um, but that's that's a tough one. And, you know, he's just – I think Darnold is still talented, but he's clearly not in a good place. Right. Like he's – some of the – watching some of the decisions he made, they're really hard to fathom. Like yeah. how do you make some of those throws? And it just makes you think he doesn't – either doesn't know what he's looking at or is not in a good – place to play football no it, it's a good point and it's a a massive departure from what we saw through the first two and a half weeks of the season for carolina when they were the darlings of the league and it was like oh brady is or joe brady is going to resurrect sam darnold's career and now that jury is very much uh still out on darnold's potential success in this league okay so the yeah. quarterbacks certainly with plenty of questions here approaching week 10 Some questions surrounding the future NFL home of one high-profile wide receiver still in flux. Latest on Odell Beckham Jr. when we come back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Okay, back here on NFL Inside Report, NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport uh, still here with us as one of the biggest headlines of this NFL season thus far, and certainly of this past week in the NFL, the Browns coming to terms that it is best for all parties involved to move on from Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Ian, you've been reporting that here for the last few days, and it's something that has now become official. The Browns have placed Odell Beckham Jr. on waivers. What's next for OBJ here? Probably going to get to be a free agent. We'll find out on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern whether or not he's a free agent. But based on the way they structured it, he almost certainly will be. And here's why. So it's if someone claims him, it's a little less than $8 million for the second half of the season. That is a lot of money, literally, regardless of who you are. But being a receiver who's a little bit injured and has been inconsistent, I highly doubt anyone's going to take on $8 million. If he gets through waivers, then... The Browns own $4.25 million, which means they saved $3 million from what they would have paid. Basically, the Browns have engineered it so he's tough to be claimed, but they save a little money. So he gets what he wants anyway, which is he gets to be a free agent. So a couple of places to keep an eye on. One is the Saints, because Michael Thomas is out for the season. They need a receiver. They lost on Sunday, but like they kind of look like a team that's going to be around and in the mix. He went to LSU. I know likes the area. They were one of the teams that they were the only team that really called the Browns for a potential trade. So the Saints make sense. Sean, is, is the team going to uh, put in a claim on Odell Beckham? Well, claiming deadlines today, no, it's impossible for us to put a claim in on the player. I mean, you just have to look at the salary cap space. And, and if we were going to be put in a claim, it wouldn't be something we'd discuss. I, I know it makes hit worthy news for, for everyone, but um, we wouldn't discuss that. Mike Garofolo has mentioned Seattle as a possible landing spot. That also makes sense. They kind of did the same buying low on Josh Gordon, and for a while that worked out well. Um, I think he's trained with Russell Wilson, so that makes some sense. But um, they're pretty so set at couple wide landing out, spots, right? I mean, like DK and Tyler Lockett. Like, do you, is, is that really worth yeah, it? I mean, but is anybody set though? No. Like, that's the problem. Is like, especially you know, if one this of those time guys of year, especially. Yeah. Right or like. You know, just get a, like a little bit better. You know, let's say he plays. He's not, it's not going to be a lot of money, right? So let's say right. he signs for two million dollars. Sure. You know, one year four million, but it's second half of the year, so he makes two million, and he plays twenty snaps a game for a month. Right. That's probably worth it if he makes a couple big plays, and then you get him acclimated. Then who knows? Here's the question. Does it have to be a contender? Is he only going to go to a team that has a shot to win this year? Are are you hearing anything on that front? I mean, I've heard some of the reports, but like, I don't know. Like, is first of all, if you say he's only going to go to a contender, like, what does that mean? The whole whole AFC is a contender right now, if you've looked at the standings. So I guess, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I, I saw the reports. I'm sure they're right. I'm sure someone is talking to someone close to him. Yeah. I haven't heard that. I mean, you know, I, I just, 
Let's say the 49ers at one point expressed interest in trading for him when he was with the Giants. Yeah. Same people are there. Yeah. So let's say the 49ers want to sign him. Well, their record, what's their record? Three and five? Yes. Uh, okay. So let's say the 49ers want to sign him. Yeah. And kind of fulfill his, this, you know, fulfill the wishes they had a couple of years back when they didn't end up trading for him and they signed him. Well, did he sign with a contender or not? Well, right like, now it feels what, like no, so I don't but know. yeah, yeah, I, I get your like, point. No, but what then? But it could win be. one game, like you're right, back right. Here. So I don't know. It, it's these things are so tough, and yeah. you know, if you only want to sign with a contender, there's not that many teams you could sign with. It really, really limits you. Really yeah, bad. I was, I was just kind of curious, like thinking for te- you know teams out there that have some cap room at the top of the waiver priority list, or even if he sneaks through waivers, you know, it like. Jacksonville needs some juice at wide out, but again, uh, they got a talented quarterback. Um, but what do you want to go there to a team that you know is not ready to to really win? So, I guess that's more what I mean in terms yeah. of contender, right? Is, are those teams at the bottom of the standings that might be might mean, be able to? You use mean what like happens that. if he gets claimed? Yeah, yeah. So that's a good question. Um, and so let's. Well, I'm sure you. Know. <laughs> um, so let's say that someone claims him is willing to pay him $8 million a year. That's actually good because it's $3 million more than he would make from the Browns, but right. whatever. Um, if the new contract that he agreed to with the Browns is structured as a signing bonus, then he would have to give it back if he doesn't report. Got it. If the money is structured as a roster bonus, I don't think he would have to give it back. So I want to look at what that agreement actually is. Right. But, you know, if he, I believe that if he gets claimed and doesn't report or says, no, like I'm not going, don't claim me, but gets claimed anyway, there is a financial penalty. I'm just not sure how it's structured. So I don't know how much it would be. So we'll find out a lot more on Tuesday once we know whether he did get claimed or not. And then Wednesday, whether he would show up or not and beyond for Odell Beckham Jr. So still plenty of uh, uncertainty as to where he will end up and play the remainder of this 2021 season. We do know that there is a wide receiver on the move. And uh, Mike Mayock, uh, the Raiders general manager, telling us Deshaun Jackson has in fact signed his contract with the Raiders. Totally awful, tragic, uh, completely unfortunate situation that developed to present this need for Vegas to have a wide receiver with the Henry Ruggs deal. But how did the Raiders come to this deal with Deshaun Jackson? And I guess, why, why didn't it quite work out in L.A.? Well, the Raiders part of it first, it yeah. makes sense because they have a need for a receiver who can run. And they already are structured for one guy to take the top off the defense, which was Ruggs. Sure. And now it could be Deshaun. So from an opportunity standpoint, which makes I think is sense. more important than money, this makes sense. Um, in L.A., it was weird. Yeah. Like, he actually made some plays... But I felt like by the end, you know, we'll say like for Odell and the Browns, like it was a mutual parting. Like yeah. I think the Rams was a mutual parting too. I, I just want to keep those things in-house, Jordan. We've kind of talked about it, but I think really, I think what it boils down to is opportunities that I think he's deserving of and, and the situation and some of the circumstances that surround it. And that's really all I'm going to talk about with regards to Deshaun. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I like they, the they end, haven't they needed him like, really. All right. <laughs> you know, I mean, Cooper Cup's already got a thousand yards. A lot. Yeah. And, and they were having trouble getting I Robert just, Woods the football for a while. So, Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Like, 
it's it, when you're an aging player and you still feel like you got it and you have like 90% of what you had, but you're not kind of what you were, but you still want to be treated like that. The NFL is a very frustrating place. And that's why, you know, I was talking to some agents, obviously, before the trade deadline. And one was Joe. I was like, oh, you know, we're talking about some one of the players. I'm like, anything else going on? And he was like, you mean the five other players of mine who want to get traded? <laughs> and he was joking, but like not really joking, because that's kind of what it's like. Wow. You know, because if you're a veteran player who's making some money, but you're not being used as much as you want, everyone's like, trade me, trade me, trade me. That's just that's what it's like now. It's just not reality to get traded. Yeah. It's uh, it's just like the transfer portal in college football when you're not, not playing. Right. Very very attractive to enter the transfer sure. portal. Not as attractive. People are like, eh, I'll just have <laughs> like, yeah, people. we're not into yeah. it. So uh, there we yeah. go. The very latest news and notes around the league. Anything else brewing before we let you out of here, uh, Ian? That's uh, that's on the front burner here as we get closer to week 10? Not that I can tell, which, you know, yeah. famous last words. Of course. I've gone to bed Monday thinking that nothing was going to happen, but we'll see. Um but you did mention Chase Edmonds out for about a month or so, at least, uh, after the high ankle sprain. Chase Edmonds out, out a month. Yeah. Well, the only other thing that's on my radar, and Robert Sala is talking to reporters now. Zach Wilson. I'm um, just watching the quotes come on on the Twitters. Uh, they said when Zach Wilson's fully healthy, he'll start, but it doesn't sound like they're going to rush him back. So I would expect Mike White to make at least one start. Um, Keep an eye on so that. So maybe we can actually see the legend of Mike White. Yes. That would be against the Bills, right? Who are they playing? Bills, I think. In week right. 10, the New York Jets will match up against the Buffalo Bills at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, so I think Mike White probably gets a start there. That'll be the, sort of the other thing to watch. Okay, we'll keep our eye on it. No, you will as well. Ian Rappaport with us here on NFL Inside Report. Ian, thanks very much, my man. Appreciate you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. 
It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. That's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder, download, subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We're back with you on Wednesday for a brand new episode of NFL Inside Report. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.